0: Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast, with your
1: hosts, Joe and Noel. Season 2, Episode 2, Aristocracy by
0: TMG Gaming.
1: A special message from Unboxing Game, the official sponsor of the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Every month, Unboxing Game is giving away $1,000 worth of board games, and I am going to go over the multiple ways you can enter, how it works, and what you can win. First, let's go over the multiple ways you can enter. There are three ways you can get entries. You can sign up for one of their membership programs and get automatic entries every single month as well as other benefits such as vip gift cards to their online store and automatic entries into all of their single game board game giveaways the vip gift card is a member benefit i want to go over in a little more detail every month you are an active vip member you will receive a vip gift card up to $15 depending on your membership level so let's say you are a platinum VIP member and get a $15 VIP gift card you can use that card on anything you want on their site such as this amazing shirt I am wearing you can't see it but it still looks amazing on me now for the best part any unused balance carries over from month to month and is added to your new VIP gift card you get each month The second way you can enter is by shopping at their store, unboxandgame.com. You can pick up some board game merchandise from them and get one entry for every $1 you spend. A few examples are shirts, pins, stickers, even drink posters. Lastly, you can mail in an entry. Details are in the official rules. Now let's discuss how this sweepstakes works. Every month after the drawing period ends, all entries are sent to a third-party sweepstakes administrator who makes sure all entries are eligible and then randomly selects a winner. Next, Unboxing Game notifies the winner, who then gets a $1000 gift certificate to Cool Stuff Inc, Cardhouse, or Game Nerds. Then the winner goes on a $1000 shopping spree at one of these online stores, picking up $1000 worth of board games of their choice. Finally, Unboxing Game does the whole thing over again next month. So what are you waiting for? Get your entries in today and secure your chance to win.
0: Hi, I'm Joel. Hi, I'm Joel, And today we're going to talk about uh, the games we played, the games we got in the game room, and any games you got. So recent acquisitions. What have you got? Uh, most of us want to shut the game. Me and my wife went out yesterday to each place, and while we we're eating, that was one of the games we were playing. We got about that. Fun game. Quick dice game. Just roll the dice and match up whatever number you have total. And as long as you keep flipping those up, the numbers then you keep rolling. You run out of numbers to flip up and match your total score, and the other person comes to try to beat it. It's pretty fun. Real simple game. No real not process of adding to subtracting from Okay? Uh, I recently got uh, Aristocracy from uh, TMG Games, which is a Reiner-Kinitia a game, I'm the designer. I also uh, got Coloma from Kickstarter and an add-on of Fistful Meeples. And I am supposed to get uh, Imperial Settler's Rolling Rights the other day and uh, the package was either not delivered to the right house or it was not it was stolen. So here's that. <laughs> 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 um, but that's about all we've gotten into the game room uh going to what we played. So we got to play Aristocracy today. Future Joe here. I'm going to mispronounce this game many times in this podcast. The correct pronunciation is aristocracy. And that's uh, pretty simple. I mean, it's uh, you have the game ends when the queen and the king reaches the bottom of the track, paying on players. Um, the major thing I had with this game was the setup and how close the pieces were to each other. The setup was was kind of grueling. It took you a while, even when I was here in your pre quarters time. My biggest issue is everybody's fingers are kind of fat, so getting in there, and there's left eighth of an inch between the pieces, you start to move them, and you kind of be real careful with everybody's microphone. Other than that, you know, I enjoyed the game. For the first time around, I like to watch more than Really attempt to see how the game plays. Um, I did enjoy it. It was uh, interesting I mean, the way the teams worked. You, know, you take those and you put your you know, pieces to fill up the gaps you need to connect the cities to get the points. That was a pretty interesting. Conversation. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, we played a four-player game this with us. We had Tom, Eknum, you, and me. I think I won that one. Yes. So, we did pretty well in it. Um, The major scoring is, the first part is your resources, the sets of of three different resources, and you need sufficient wilds. That's a pretty big deal. Because if you don't have those sets, I could pretty much just kill your game right there. Yeah. Uh, Because you're collecting all one set. It's it's detrimental. That was my strategy was to try to take all the wild so that no one else would have them to match it, and I ended up matching up a bicep Right? Well, all my yeah, all my resources. So that, that was five sets. Yeah. Um, so even if you took all the sheets. Yep. Um, that's a good concept, but the only problem with that is, is it leaves you hanging because you don't have all the resources, and then they have the fish to make up the difference. So trying to isolate one product or one item doesn't work, Right. all it does with internet and scoring in that section. Right, and then the next thing all you do is you count up all the point tiles that you've gotten, and that is if you have three uh, pieces in one region you get it two points, and then if you get your fifth one there before someone else gets their region there, then you can get another second one. So it's two points with all this. If you connect city to city, you can get three points for each color but you can only get one color total. Yeah, right. So, right. So I mean, if you connect city to city, it's worth six points, but you're only going to connect those two colors one time in the game. So if you connect a red and a blue, and then you connect a blue and a green, you're only going to get one blue. And so there's three points every time you connect a city. Um, and then if you have one building in each of the eight regions, you'll get eight points for that. And if you do it again and have a second set in each region, you'll get another eight points and so on and so forth. That right there is one uh, part I missed, but most of that I had to do because I was focusing on getting the resources to try to get the nine twice. Right, so and so you put it a, a second. second so you're, yeah, you're just right because there. how my guys were set, I knew I was going to get even more than really three points. But if I grabbed that other nine, that would make a big difference on my scoring. I did come to second but it'd been a lot closer with yep. with that nine
1: and with that nine
0: points that, is is this, you get nine resources you get a nine point title. That's if you do it again at eighteen resources you get another nine points and so on. That's I like think that. I would have matched up probably all of them because I had I still had an extra fish in myself. with that all I got those extra points at the end of the yeah those fish, fish you can be huge. So that was my thing was trying to try to take quick from the artwork is along the lines of the Harbor and uh, uh, Harvest, I believe it is, TMG games. They do a lot of the, the fantasy creatures, goblins, giants. I, I like the artwork on it. I thought the artwork was really good. Uh, the box is a very hefty box. So there's a lot of pieces, a lot of components. I really like the buildings. I think the models were really really well done. I really wasn't expecting that, to be honest. When I grabbed the box, um, I looked at the back and it's really what I saw was all the cardboard pieces, and I didn't even see the little building next to it, and then I opened up the box and, oh, these are really awesome, so, and the colors were were not your traditional colors, black, yellow, white, and pink, it was not your your typical blue, reds, uh, yellows, greens, so uh, the the colors were interesting, Um, not a huge deal, but uh, I I really enjoyed the game, I am obviously going to be, uh, um, I, uh, I volunteer for the Double exposure program, so I will be certifying on that and playing it four times in our local store, which is uh, Dragon's Den. So um, if you're a local listener and you want to check the game out, this is a and release, so it's not out yet, uh, but I will be demoing it uh, four weekends in November at Dragon's. I like piece the of um, They had a castle, a chapel, and a barn. Um, and uh, as you're playing, four players, you have enough to go and put them on those individual items and you put them on the board. Um, but if for some reason, you play a two-player game and you run out of whatever, you can use what you want. It's not a limited because that's what you have in the game. You can keep going with other stuff. That's nice, so if you plant the smaller, include the people, you know the boards, and you can try to figure out how you can get that little board in right there. You can even use the other colors, or another yellow squares, and some other things that you have. Right. Yeah. And the buildings, they're not, they, they do distinguish three different buildings, but they're not specific. It's just you have three different types buildings. If you place a castle on a chapel, it's not a big deal. it's still a big Yeah. They just, just give you a little flair. Little it's just the indication showing that you put yours there, which is great, but you know, just naturally kind of go to capital for put right. capital and things like that. Yeah. Cool. When you start running down, then it says, "Hey, I have yeah. got a building. I'm going to put it." Yeah. But with uh, the rule set, was very simple. Three pages, easy. I, I think we went through it in maybe ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So everyone had a pretty good grasp. Yeah. There's a couple things that people didn't uh, hear or uh, they didn't grasp, but. Overall, the gameplay was really smooth. There wasn't a whole lot of downtime. So even, I'm going to go out there and say even analysis paralysis keeps this game moving pretty well. Because there's not a whole lot of thinking. You flip over three tiles, you pick one of the tiles that are out on the board. It doesn't have to be the three that you flip over. And you take that action. So if it's it's lumber you're going after, you take all the lumber that are showing out there. If you want to go sheep, you take all the sheep, and corn was the other one, and if you want to go with, you're putting buildings out there, there's villages, there's castles, there's chapels. so you pick one, if you're going to do the kings and queens, you pick the kings or the queens that are out there, and however many you take off, that's how many buildings you get to put in empty spaces that do not have a tile or another fireplace, so, and that that really helps, I, I oh, yeah. the first time I did that, I had five queens with it? Yeah, yeah, five queens. You were <laughs> able to put in and connect the first city to city right away because you yeah, had two open spots there, but it also lets you I think you, you got eight enough to put down to make the eight. You think that eight points as well, so you had to put like 12, 13, 14 Yeah, was no, pretty, pretty easy to yeah, so. turn but that's Aristocracy by TMG Games. Uh, the next one we played after that was Game of Trains, which is from Brain Games. It's just a little card game. You are simply you have uh, is it seven mm-hmm. train of cards mm-hmm. in front of you, and you have your, your locomotive. So you have a total of eight, but the, the locomotive does not really count. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to get these cards in ascending order. You start the game with all of your cards in descending order, and then you either play a card and that's in the on the table as the action. Or you can draw a card and replace one of the train cards on your train. The first person to get their train cars in ascending order is the game. And there's just a lot of fun artwork in this game. Uh, it's a very simple game. There's not much to it. But there's, the artwork is really what made it for me. The, uh, the DeLorean, the, the General Lee. Um, I think they had uh, Starsky and Hutch car there. Well, I didn't know a covered. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of a lot of fun uh, artwork, but th- as far as the gameplay, there wasn't much to it. Uh, There's, a good filler good if you're just waiting a few minutes for a, another player to show up. Yeah, I think it took, what, 15 minutes to play, yeah. roughly? I think that's what the instructions yeah. on how to do it. So Yeah. Pretty quick. Pretty quick. So, that's from Brain Games. Uh, I will be demoing that one throughout this next year at Brain Gen as well. Uh, after that, we played Fork Olympics, which is a card game by Brain Games as well, and that is a uh, drafting game to get your team of Fork Olympians, and you, you build your roster through your draft. You only have three races in your team roster, though, so whatever you draft that is above those three races, you have to discard. So you're already starting at a disadvantage. How many did you end up discarding? Uh, two. Okay, and I discarded two. Um, Tom ended up discarding one, and I can't remember what action I discarded. He discarded three. So so he really came out with a disadvantage. And it's a total of eight cards potentially. Obviously, when you have to discard down to three races, you can come up with a pretty big deficit. So you have six events out, and you are competing for each event. So if you've got a strength event. Uh, you play at least one value of your card for the uh, current player, and then you go around, they have a pass, so they play one. Uh, if you play the same value or higher, you take the gold cup, then that other person takes the silver cup, and you go until every person's passed, and then you, you tally it up. See who has the highest, Who red gold, wins the tournament, they get the gold points, the other person silver points, and you move on to the next tournament. The ones that you played for that go into your bench, so your resting bench. If you did not win a silver or a gold cup that round, you get to take one of your resting teammates and put them back into your roster. Uh, it really comes down to the wire at the end of this game. So if you are going heavy and trying to take those points, the, the beginning is, is lower point uh, competitions. Towards the end, that's where you start getting your points. And if you're going heavy on those things, you're not going to have any cards left by the end. And you really have to pick where you're going to want to fold and pass and get those cards back in your hands. Because if you don't do that, you're, you're done. You're out. Yeah, Randy was out of cards, Second to last game. Yeah, we only have to pick one card. In the last game, and it for was. a seven-point competition, yeah. that's the main event. That's huge. So There's it's just America. yeah, not it. I liked it. It's a fun little filler game. I would say, kind of teenager level to maybe late teens. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm mean, obviously in my thirties, but it's definitely a light, light filler game. And that draft mechanic, not everyone really cares for it, but, um, but it was a easy game. I really like the artwork to it. I, I've always been a fan of the fantasy creatures, so the dwarves, the goblins, the orcs, and that kind of stuff. I really like that. One. Some of them it was hard to determine what they were. Yeah. Uh, I think that was supposed to be a game. Yep. Uh, but I, I mean, the only thing yeah, that I really was helmet that looked like a sword. Week of blood? Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I looked at some of those. I wasn't sure what they were supposed to be. Uh, other than that, it was good. I mean, they made cartoons like, like little kids, you know, like, like the Rug Rats is what I saw in the car. Yeah, big heads, small bodies. Uh, the game after that we played Reef Route. And that was a very simple game. I would say probably preteens on that to teenagers. Um, is my Brain game as well. And that is for a four-player game, each person has four fish of their color. And they are trying to make it across the board to the core for safety, while trying to avoid the predators coming at them. And in that, you roll two dice, and they have either a color of the fish, or the shark or predator coming at them. You roll those two dice, and then you have the color. So um, if you roll someone else's color, you can only move it forward. If you roll your own color, you can move it up or down or forward. The predators, you can move them forward or up or down. And you are trying to take out everyone else's fish while trying to swim safely across to the forward. And the first one to get a fish safely across, wins the game. Who won that game? I did. Pretty um, <laughs> uncontested, to be honest. Most of it had to do with, but I was also the only one who lost the fish. You are not so uh, when you roll the dice, one thing you have to do is actually move the shark or the larger fish before you move the smaller fish. So um, your strategies plan on how you're going to move that creature to get to their. Fish. Yeah, you know, other players the fish and eat them faster than our, are year old So, um, it just so happened that they moved the one shark down and away, and the next time I came, I rolled two yellow, so I plumped right up the road fast, and you know, there was really not to get because the next time I rolled, I rolled a shark in my fish, and I moved the shark away, and then I moved my fish forward, so, when like, I had two sharks, so I was, you know, that one's going happen soon. But yeah, that's another quick filler if you're waiting on something to do. Yeah, 10 minutes? Yeah. You could probably play all those games in less than half an hour if you're waiting on somebody get them all in at one. So, real quick. That one, I would say, if you want to keep some kids between the ages of 12 or some adults at like a 24-hour game. Yeah, <laughs> I had a tension attention disorder, maybe, because um, it's really bad, but yeah, it's a, it's a quick, real quick game, uh, simple game, mine's kind of uh, like Crazy Eight, kind of, to me, that's what came to mind when we started playing other uh, cards, and the so, you, know, you get that, and you're just trying to move, you know, can't really move third players, but you can move, move back and forth, Your get whatever you want to. But that's how I saw it. I liked it. I didn't have to work too hard to to find that one. Nope. Uh, The last one we played was Auriferous. And that is by a local person, Derek Olson, and the company is Andrew Games. Now, this one is a quick filler dice game. Uh, You were just playing uh, five dice, and then you were trying to get your miners to delve deeper into the money. Uh, it costs certain things to get into these different mines or these different caverns. So if you're, if you're collecting ones, you have to have so many ones to get this ability and so many twos to get another ability and so on. Sixes are the ones that give you gold. Basically, you're just trying to get deeper and deeper into the mine, take the gold, when the game, the game ends, when all the gold. Out of the mind. How uh, Couch. Yeah, bag. Um, once that's done, the game's over. So it's, it's a very simple game. Uh, good filler. Um, a lot of nice dice. And pieces on that one. You can find that one on GameCrafter.com. Uh, it's called Riferous. And we actually had zero on the podcast earlier this year. So what did you... How do you feel about that one no, was Pretty quick. Uh, it's, it's a pretty quick game. It's a little bit more of a
1: strategy, uh, fewer steps into it, because
0: as people get more dice and they start to save dice on their on their card, if you play it right and you have more dice, you can start taking dice from other players, which means they're saving it to do a certain maneuver for their next turn and you can actually kind of change that to an equity when you're taking those dice. With. So, uh, I like that concept in it. Um, some of the stuff we never did get to see how it worked because... Like the shiv? Yeah, like the ship. I was waiting for my turn, but as soon as all the gold is gone, it's yeah, totally, over. There's no more um, nothing to it. Uh, it seemed to be a
1: little bit faster. The
0: more we played it, I would think it would be a little bit longer than that. But for what it was, it's an ice quick killer also. Uh, games, games to play inside other games that are a little bit more heavier, these are quick games to get you ready for if you are wish for somebody. Okay. I like them all. Um, the train one, game of train, it's simple enough. I play it uh before sitting there, but it's not one I really don't and I play. I'm gonna get one that just so are any of these games ones that you think you might like? Um Believe it or not, I would pick up uh, Reef route. I would pick that one up. um because uh, like I can say that word real well. <laughs> hey, it the took games. me like two weeks to learn how to say that word. I, I, I wonder where they get these names or so come with these names, because some of them are really hard to pronounce. And to to pronounce. my wife. Then you can come in now. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, but I would get aristocracy. Uh, most of the stuff I buy is kind of determined on what my wife and daughter is going to play. Uh, otherwise, I just play them. Yeah. Uh, aristocracy. That, I, she would like I modify think modify that. that. One, yeah. 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 Other than the setup. The setup is probably the lengthiest process of the game. Well, and punching it all out yeah. would really really Yeah. If, if they had it to where they had just a little... Like Scrabble, where they have those little Yep. for them, you can just lay them down and slide them across and they just build into place right away if you can do that. Yeah. And that way they just, you know, the only thing you have to worry about is some might flip over. To me that would make it a lot faster. Like... Right. Or a lot more than that. Kind of yeah. That. And that one is an SM release and that is on available 1 pre-orders at local game stores or online and you cool stuff our house, game nerds. We also recently got uh, some little pouches for Ticket to Ride from Unboxing Game, and that is our sponsor for the podcast. So they send us cool merchandise to test out, give our opinion, and pass it on to you guys. So these are little pouches that are like little velvet bags or um, basically little nice bags. But they are for a ticket to Ride. so each one of them has the color unboxing game, and then you put your trains in there, and it's just another fun way to bling out your games. So uh, that's that's what we got. Uh, we have not put our ticket to ride piece in it yet, but looks really cool, and I think they'll work great. Yeah, I like the, uh, the material they use on it's nice. Some um, of the ones I have, these are made really pretty well. We just recently got two of the yellow meeple bundles from unboxing me, and that included a t-shirt, four vinyl yellow meeples that go on your car, computers, whatever you want, uh, a yellow email pin, which is the uh, little yellow meeple, and then um, the yellow posters, as my wife is whispering into my head, so just saying it. <laughs> so, the uh, I love the products from these guys. They are doing an amazing job for products for gamers. So, uh, we will be actually giving some of that stuff away next Saturday. What is next Saturday? Next Saturday is a 24-hour uh, gaming for Excellent. So, that is the subsidiary of the Children's Bureau Network. And what they do is you get to choose a hospital that you would like to donate money to and they help out the families and the children that end up staying there either they're injured or or they have an illness. And so uh, next Saturday is the National Extra Life Day. So you can also do it any other day you want, but this is the day where all the gamers come together and they all play for 24 hours. So that's what we're doing. We're going to start at 8 a.m. Um, and we're going to go until 7 a.m. So we're only going to do 24 hours instead of 25 hours. Like some people, <laughs> 24 hours is plenty for us. Yeah, we need the extra hours. So, and that is daylight savings time. So if you're curious why I say 8 a.m. to 7 a.m. is daylight savings time for us, uh, not everyone has to observe that, but we do. And so it, it is our, uh, we're willing to do so we, we spend one of our hours twice. <laughs> That's just a nice way of saying that a lot of old people yeah. so we need to give them the other way. Right, so there's that. And I'll be doing demoing on that Sunday at Dragon's Dead so I'm going to be white oh. But um, we're well, we going to try to get Coloma in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be streaming live on YouTube for the full 24 hours. So feel free to uh, type something in, email us, um, let us know you're watching, donate us, you can find it on our website. Uh, go to www.averagejoelsgamingpodcast.com Go to the Extra Life tab, click on the Extra Life logo. If you don't want to donate or you want to donate to someone else, that's great. We'll still get to the Extra Life site. If you'd like to create your own team, do that. I encourage you to do it. Uh, get some donations, raise money for your local hospital. It's, uh, it's a very cool experience. I got to share this with Noel earlier this year mm-hmm. uh, with our convention, which started out as Extra Life, and we had to change the name because of uh, some hostility. And so, <laughs> it's, my wife says something else. But, so if um, you do hear me whispering, that is actually a true though. Yeah. She thinks the wife, but we're not sure. If yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, here, you know, where they say their wife's here, but they're not. Um, but that was AJGCon 2019. Yeah. Now, we are going to be doing AJGCon 2020 next year uh, in October. So we are looking forward to that. Uh, we will probably be doing the back-to-back where we do um, our convention on one weekend and then later on, November 2nd, which seems to be the excellent day or It changes here. Whatever Sunday, first Sunday, we'll um, um, also be doing our game But those days, the money will be going to the charity. So, we do want um, a, just convention, a, type a convention type setting for us. Um, so, there's a lot going on for us in that. Raffles, um, we have silent auctions, auctions, giveaways, uh, uh, food. Yep. Um, we have uh, Ghostbusters come down, superheroes. We have, we have a lot of things for, hopefully, all ages to come down and um, spend some time with us, even if it's just an hour, just come and look. Um, they're willing to take pictures with you, whatever you need there. Um, next year, we're going to try to get some video games there. We, we were going to do it this last year, but we ran short of time and help, and we're just trying to get it all done. We're going to start early for next year um, convention type setting if volunteers down. Um, double exposure is huge help for that. Uh, they are helping with another convention that we know about, which uh, is the Lake Game Fest, which is January, so check that one out. Um, we will figure out our our convention is free in uh, We just asked to while you're there to donate and to help the charities. We put all of this on with our own funds so and we do not take any lunch hours for ourselves. So everything we make on there or I shouldn't say make, but everything that comes in, we donate that straight up to extra life and for each hospitals. So uh, that's something that we like to do. It's no different than us just playing games and playing all the playing games. So <laughs> Well this time we're taking that money and giving it out to people in g who we so So let's get back to Saturday. Yes. Um how other besides Colombia. Okay. Right. What else do you have to get? I don't know. Uh, my daughter, Nipay, has a D&D one-shot schedule for that day. right around one or two. So, if you're interested in that, we'll have more than enough room. Uh, so, other than that, what the game? Uh, basically, we're just going to try to take stuff off the shelf, learn it, play it short everybody on YouTube that we do not want to play games. That's right. <laughs> so, what we're going to try to do is bring out games that we've had uh, on just recently uh, purchased that we have not been able to bring to the table. So, most of these games are going to be a little bit longer than the normal games we play, which about an hour to two hours. So, such as like Dinosaur Island, Totally Liquid. We played Dinosaur Island, but we haven't played the expansion yet. Uh, the Godfather is another one. That is a really cool one by Come On Games. It's not called T-MON anymore. It's Come On. So it's uh, Cool video or Not is, is what it stands for. But for some reason they changed it to not doing that. we also like to get to uh, Raiders of the North Sea with the other expansion. Yeah. Um, possibly some of the other uh, shipwrights of the North Sea, the explorers of the North Sea. I uh, really like those by Shem Phillips. I mine playing Knock Luka again. Have you ever played that one? No, no. That's a really fun one. The game I have, I just recently got, and I know it's like, uh, more of but Mountain Madness, like try. Yes. And I have, table. I think it's called Dragonfire. I've had for like two years. We opened it up, and and my daughter, but uh, trying to play with two people is not the same as people. We'll see if it comes. I'll bring it. We'll see what happens. we not our normal type of games in place. So, we will have some giveaways that day. We will have some snacks. Uh, feel free to bring anything you'd like to share with the other neighbors. Um, we will try to accommodate people as much as possible without drinks, uh, some food, uh, snacks, stuff like that just kind of keep you going. You know, people are, are free to leave, get their food, come back, whatever they need to do. Uh, this is not replacing anybody else's extra life. do we'll anybody thinking that. This is just giving another option for people that don't feel comfortable going to someone else's place or someone else's event. We're just giving another option. So, for all the people that don't have somewhere to play or do not feel welcome for the other places, well, this gives you an awesome place, awesome opportunity to go to. So, it's also going to be closer to your house. Uh, Maybe you're not able to get across town to different ones, but this will be... So, we're in a different area of Sioux Falls than others who are doing it. So we, we're trying to cover all the areas so people can get to it who may not be able to because it's only two part ones. Hopefully that will work out. Um, hopefully we'll see you here. Um, the door is open. Um, I know of another person that is doing a, an Extra Life uh, fundraiser. This is the fifth year they've been doing it. It um, is... Their fifth annual 24-hour game carousel for Extra Life 2019 it starts Friday, November 1st at uh, 7 p.m. and goes until November 2nd at 7 p.m. In conjunction, they are holding this auction. Auction off their old games, buy some new ones to Proceeds from the auction will go to the great cause of supporting Extra Life and the Children's Carousel Network. Um, Raise money, they are holding an auction on Facebook where the public may provide items, and receive 100% of its sale price, and store credit at least 20% of the sale price, and every game goes to the charity. The auction typically raises $500 for the charity. The auction will begin about 7 p.m. on November 1st and end exactly at 11.59 p.m. on November 8th. The bidding will take place in the comments on the pictures we on November First, selling games. If you bring in your old games to the store the week before the event, please bring them Gaming Goat no later than Thursday, October 31st. Please use this forum if you're submitting games. HTTP, colon, George, slash files slash 2019 charity auction dash dot And I will put a link on that to our podcast description. After the auction is over, those that donate a game will receive a wholesale price in the gaming goat. Store credits, at least 20% of the sale price will go to your Extra Life. The rest covers the cost of the store credits. If you would prefer that 100% of your earnings on the game go to charity, you can do that and not receive the store credit. Store credit will be available after the auction has closed and payment has been received from the games. In the event that a game does not sell, you may pick it up from the gaming mode at any time after the auction has closed. Acceptable items are new and used board games. Uh, condition guidelines are below... You can find all of this at uh to, if you search in this 2019 charity auction fundraiser hosted by J or GJJ Games. He is in uh, DeKalb, DeCal, Illinois. And uh, there's also so, To me it's real good that all that money there's a ton of people to awesome. go to children's network to help out others that are need We just don't see enough of that nowadays. Okay, so this one here is another one that uh, reached out to me. And this is Michael's Extra Life Nameware Fund. Uh, this is in Orange City, Iowa for anybody that's interested. It's at the new home. 718 Florida Avenue Southwest from Orange City, Iowa. Alright, so this here is join us for Michael's third annual Extra Life Game Day marathon to raise money for the Super Bowl Stanford Children's Home. So that's another one that's raising for our Okay, we have tons of board games, family games, ping pong, football, carpet ball, and more to you and your family to enjoy. Meals and snacks will be served throughout the day and night. Michael will be gaming for 24, or 25 hours straight. Daylight saving time. So there's a thing, what well, we are only, we're going to go for 24 hours. So, um, What's carpet? Carpet ball? I'm not sure what that is. Uh, that sounds like a lot of work. It does. Uh, okay. uh, if, you, if you can donate, that's great. 100% of all donations go directly to the Children's, Children's Miracle Network Hospital, which is Stanford Children's Hospital Into Sioux Falls, but they're raising for But a huge part of this marathon is the people who are involved. We want to we want and need people to play games and like them So we will also put a description of the link to it in our description of the podcast as well. You know, if you do have time, you can go down there. It's not that far away. Just stop and say hi. That would be good too. They'll play an hour, hour there. Just to spread the, the good cheer to others. There's plenty of, of people that are doing these, these extra life fundraisers and that is that's really awesome. It's something the community can give back to uh, these children that did, the family that we did. So uh, we will be doing it next Saturday. Uh, come on by if you're if you're in the area. Uh, you can find out more details on Facebook or send me an email and I will put the address out there on the email. Uh, just go ahead and email us, Podcast at com. So anybody's welcome. So is there anything else you'd like to add for tonight? Um, no, it looks nice. It was nice to get away. Um, this is your first time on the podcast. Yes, it is. Yes, it, it, uh, it was enjoyable. Um, you know, I'm kind of nervous knowing that this is going online. Um, but uh, it's a little bit hard to think. It is, so, uh, but I enjoyed it. Uh, it's kind of hard to do this and then watch football and you want to yell out touchdown. And What kind of call is that? But you <laughs> do what you can. <laughs> yeah. And this is our second year of doing the podcast. So yeah. this is our second congratulations. Season. So now you are our first guest in the second year. Wow. Cool. Especially the first year I was never a guest. Right. Thanks so, for inviting me. after How well, long, long? It was no. a little <laughs> things where it just never <laughs> worked no. out. Never worked out. You're right. Now we have more sure. equipment and we have ability to do living yeah, at your house, yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like that. So I don't get over as much as I used to, uh, just the work in uh, family and things like that, but uh, charity, work, uh, I try to do what I can for it, it's a worthy cause, uh, so I, I look at that. I have kids, I got brothers and sisters of kids, uh, I know Growing up, I had issues um, medically. My sisters had issues medically, and we helped with the other people. So this is my turn to get back. So that's. What we're Hopefully, we see you guys uh, here next Saturday, uh, or you go somewhere else. Wherever you go, just to support and help out. That's all we're asking. Yep. We or you can just that. join us online. That's all so We'll put a link out there for our YouTube. We have YouTube channel, Jesse and Joe. Um, so, either uh, chat at us, try to respond as fast as we can, but we are playing games, so we don't want to make too many people mad about that, but they understand. It's for a good cause. So. Um, that's it for us. They, they should. They should, understand. <laughs> they should understand. So, that's it for us. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Noel. And you have a great day
1: you have power the power to save lives the power to defeat illnesses the power to use games for good you can be a hero for local sick and injured kids through extra life a 24-hour gaming marathon that supports a local children's miracle network hospital in your community join 50,000 gamers from all across the world as we battle the enemy illnesses and injuries facing local kids play games heal kids find out more at extra-life.org
0: Thank you for listening.
1: Please follow us on these formats. Find us at Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. You can join our Facebook group of Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us at Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. Find us on Reddit at Average Joe's Gaming. You can join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can go to our website at averagejoesgamingpodcast.com and find all of our information check out our Extra Life tab and feel free to join our Extra Life team by clicking on the Extra Life logo which will take you to
0: our team page you can also listen to us on any of
1: your favorite podcasting devices such as Google Play Music Amazon Alexa iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher thanks
0: again for listening we appreciate all of your feedback. If you wish to get in contact with us,
1: you can go to our website at AverageJoesGamingPodcast.com and go to the Contact Us link, or you can just email us directly at AverageJoesGamingPodcast.outlook.com You can also message us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Thank you again for listening.